I didn't have any role models in my life where I had to rely on someone else or get inspiration from someone else. And I had to be that person for myself. So from as long as I remember, I always said like, mom, I'm going to look after you one day. Like I'm going to change my life. I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And it gets rid of all the fear because I've always been the underdog. I'm still the underdog and I'm still willing to do whatever it takes. It Like no matter what. Justin, how how was your week, man? Honestly, dude, the worst. Oh gosh, but in a good way. So yeah, so I was just spending um, the all my days, all my nights. I literally woke up three days in a row this week at three thirty a.m. and just started working on our website, just like basically nonstop. I spent probably twelve hours on it the other day. Just finished this up today. Been killing it. Brand new worththefight.blog is live and it's awesome guys it looks incredible it's pretty cool and i did it so if any one of you doesn't like it uh come find me and uh we're gonna brawl look for real uh number one thing you should do everybody because it's free go right now to worth the fight blog scroll down until you see an awesome sticker designed by jason sturgill and just fill out the little thing and we'll just we're just gonna send it to you we're just gonna send it to you yeah it's free it's a free sticker for you because we love you and because we love Jason Sturgill who designed this for us um, out of the goodness of his heart. And uh, we just want to spread the love. Yeah. Give back a little, give you a little, little recognition for, for the love guys. Yeah. So uh, go to the website, get a free sticker. A couple other cool things you can do on the website. If you go to worth the fight dot blog slash Jai, J A I Jai long who you're about to hear from uh, has created a free gift for you guys. The worth bunch of, of five bunch of free stuff go, coming around, guys. Free stuff all for you all day. Uh, Jai, you're gonna t- we're gonna talk a little bit about it in the interview, but basically, it's this really awesome twenty seven dollar value uh, calculator for artists who need to make money, but just really like maybe it's a pain in the ass for you to figure out how much to charge for things, or, you know, whatever. Um, he's got it specifically for wedding photographers. I really think it's for anybody that has anything like a service or something to sell that's creating something. So just yeah. check it out. It's totally free. If you don't like it, then no harm no foul, guys. I, I just used it and it really helped give me some insight into how to just kind of break down things and what to ask people for. Cause I, I know I'm bad at it. I know other people are in terms of figuring out how much I really should ask people for. And then that's I'm how the worst. Yeah. And no one wants to, you know, work for free for, for exposure. Chris, that doesn't, doesn't pay the bill. So. Check it out, guys. It's a really, it's a really awesome gift. So, worth the fight. Blog slash Jai. The promo code to enter is just worth the fight, and that's one hundred percent off. Honestly, I don't think I would have finished this website this week unless I had this conversation with yeah. Jai. I, I was so motivated by hearing him just remind me of you know the kinds of things that we just forget sometimes, like just how to invest in yourself and how to you know put in the work and not expect the your projects to perform for you but to like really put in the work you know what he's I mean? just this perfect like lightning bolt of energy i feel like like i was kind of drained and on low battery and this guy just comes along he he knows what to say he knows how to say well he knows how to pump you up in just the right way to inspire you to kind of get out there and to stop being stuck in your kind of creative ruts and these little things that you you know kind of hold you back and stuff he's he's perfect for that man damn get a room you guys whoa 
can't handle all this guys seriously you're gonna love this i don't even want to talk anymore because i want you to hear the amazingness that just falls out of jai's mouth it's so great ladies and gentlemen mr jai long i think it's like one of the most exciting times to be alive right now because like i mean with art and with business like things can get stagnant and you need something to push you you need some sort of struggle you need some sort of you know some sort of disruption so then that way there's new opportunities unlocks new opportunities it um it changes the game it allows people to rise up it allows people to fall down um and it's a different playing field so i love that i get to you know jump in here and like most of this stuff like he says um that, you know, I made a lot of this stuff before lockdown, but I actually made a lot of it during lockdown because when something like this happens, nothing gets more, me more excited than jumping on and going like, where's the new opportunity? What can I do here? Because it's naive to think that people don't have money. They don't have time. They don't, they won't spend. They, everyone's depressed, like all that kind of stuff. That's like a reality that we create or a story that we create for ourselves. But really there's a bigger divide now. There's more billionaires getting made in the last year, more millionaires getting made in the last three months and more people going poor. So instead of us coasting along being average, now it changes the game where people that were just hanging on by a fine thread, of course, they're going to fall through. And people that were looking for their break, of course, they're going to see massive success. What are those? Just give me a couple examples of some opportunities that you think are out there right now. An opportunity is a problem. When there's a problem, a solution is an opportunity and there's more, you can create more solutions now than ever. And I mean, a good example is my uh, business map. So I'm teaching people now how to actually work on their businesses. So um, if something does happen, they're not going to be vulnerable anymore. And last year it wouldn't matter because people wouldn't sign up to it because they didn't need anything fixing because they were happy with where they were. They didn't realize they had a problem. But now when they realize they've got a problem, of course, a new opportunity comes about and then, um, and there it is. So there is, think about like all the people right now that don't know how to do marketing or they're getting less engagement on their Instagram or they don't know, you know, whatever it is. Um, or people have more time now. So there's so many different random little opportunities that will come past because money is still there. I mean, especially in the US, they're printing more money than they ever have. There is more money than there's ever been in the US today and there'll be even more tomorrow. It's it's losing value, yes, but there is more. And it's important to know that there everyone, there's enough money for everyone. There's enough um, success for everyone. It's just that we need to start thinking a little bit differently and not being stuck on what used to be. And you made a really good point about there being enough money for everybody because one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, I see you on here. And like I said, I was a fan of your art first. I knew about you. I was introduced to your work through uh, a mutual friend, Ryan Muirhead. Um, and I I already knew you were doing that. And then, you know, I circle back around a few years later and I see, you know, you're doing the business thing. Um, and my first thought was, all right, uh, I, I get it. Like, I know the script. A lot of people are out there doing that. You see the scam artists on the, with the, you you know, they got like the 10 minute YouTube ad and they, you know, they ran a house for one day and they show you their 10 cars that they don't really own. And they're just like, you can do this too. Um, so, I mean, my question I guess would be for you is number one, like, isn't that a, just like a crowded market? And then number two, um, I mean, do you want to associate yourself with those kinds of people or what are you doing to bring real value? I mean, cause I want to take your course just from what I've seen. 
Um, but these are the questions I have, and I'm sure other people do as well. Yeah, I mean, awesome questions. And what, and what are you what are you doing to discern yourself from those people and make yourself different? Totally, I, th- I think there's so many different um, ways to approach it. But for me, like being honest and being transparent is really important, right? So I never hide the fact that I've been bankrupt before. I fail all the time. I'm only doing. I only teach what I do, and I'm always getting a little bit better. So I'm creating that um, community. Yes, it looks like an oversaturated market, but it really isn't. There's no one actually teaching people how to fish you know that's why there's so many photographers that are not booking right now they're struggling like if there's that many coaches out there more coaches than photographers then you would think they would be making an impact so i believe and i know i know business right and i the reason why i know it is because i'm really creative and i love being creative i love making art i love doing all that kind of stuff and business to me is the same thing you're creating something it's like an art form and you are in control of whatever however you make it however the experience is however you you know you do your hustle or whatever and for me, I want to show people how possible it is. You know, when I grew up, I was, um, I grew up homeless. The first couple of years of my life, we were on a waiting list for seven years. Um, my dad died of a drug overdose when I was 20 on my first business when I went bankrupt. Like I've done all this stuff and I was the one that was living in housing commission. I was waiting for food stamps. We used to get charity, you know, people would line up for charity for Christmas to get presents that weren't good enough for other people. I've done all that, but it wasn't my story. So what I'm teaching right now is like, no matter what you think um, is possible, like I'm showing you that it's, there's more possible. And just because we're creative doesn't mean we need to struggle. We don't need to be in that place and we can step up to the table and we can make a difference and we can change our story. And so that's what I'm empowering people. And I think that is a different message to what most people say, where it's like 10 tips on how to make success overnight. They ran a business for one year. They got a couple of cool things and they haven't actually experienced anything or they haven't actually got people results as well. And I think that's a huge difference. I don't need to look at my neighbors. The same as saying like, there's too many wedding photographers out there. Like, why would you become a wedding photographer? Like, who cares what your neighbors are doing? Like, if you go in with the conviction that you know that your product is better than everybody else, and I do know that, I know that I'm going to make an impact, get the results for those people, and I'm going to change their lives. And with that, who cares what the neighbors are doing if I've got competition? Because i got no competition. Where did you get that mindset? At what point did you sort of like nut up, if you will, and say to yourself, okay, th- uh, this is my story. I'm going to take control of it and I'm going to do my own. Like, was there something in your life that did that for you that you say, wow, if I don't take control right now, I'm getting, you know, something bad's going to happen. Definitely. I, I grew up with a lot of domestic violence. So my dad was very violent. He'd always beat up my mom almost, almost nightly, you know, and would have police coming around and there was just like a big drama. And I was always scared, you know, like maybe he could kill her one day or like something would happen. She would always have black eyes and and shit like that. So, you know, growing up on the streets and then going into that kind of environment where my dad's friends were all bikies or his best friend was a hitman where the SWAT team came around and, and like got him one day. And there were so many dramas there where I knew I didn't have any role models in my life where I had to rely on someone else or get inspiration from someone else. And I had to be that person for myself. So from as long as I remember, I always said like, mom, I'm going to look after you one day. Like I'm going to change my life. I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And it gets rid of all the fear because I've always been the underdog. I'm still the underdog and I'm still willing to do whatever it takes. It Like no matter what. I love that you said you're still the underdog. I mean, I, and if anybody who looks at you, if they, you know, if they listen to your podcast, probably, you know, if they listen to one, maybe two episodes, you talk about, you know, dollar amounts, money that you're making, right? Doing yeah, you're absolutely. Doing. And uh, I don't think most people would 
think of you as an underdog. I think a lot of people, if they were in your position, they would just kick back and be like, all right, I'm going to invest this and I'm going <laughs> to just die whenever. Go, go, sit on the, go sit on the beach for the rest of my life and yeah. do nothing. Where's, where's that hustle come from when you know your bills are paid, your wife's happy, you know, whatever, the car payment, you got the house, like why, why still work? It's not about the money, man. It's it's about making, like, seeing what I can do in my life. It's like creating art, you know. You're talking about art before. It's like you can create a good picture and you get good at it and it's a nice picture. Would you keep doing it? Like, you want to keep pushing yourself. You want to try something different. You want to experiment. You want to waste the money to try something else, you know, and you want to keep pushing yourself. And I think... If you want to be alive, like why be average? Why just be middle class and get like, oh, I've got the house and I paid the bills, like done. You know, if someone signs up, that's why I give so much on my podcast because it's not about the money. I don't hold back the secrets. You don't have to pay me to learn something from me. It's like if people want to pay me, it's like, yes, we're going to grow a community together and I can give them more time. But I'm constantly always trying to bring value to all the people around me because the more that people around me succeed and the more that's my mission, the more I succeed and the more it just like proves to me that like we don't need to be, you know, in line for food stamps. We we don't need to, you know, suffer from depression or anxiety or where's the next something coming from and things like that. And so yeah, when, when, when it's not about the money, it's, it's seriously like, man, my business map is so fucking cheap that like they're getting so much value when they get in there and I just make it that price. So then that people, people are serious and I'm investing my time in the serious people that want change. Like that's all it is. And then all the rest, of course, they're going to get results because they're holding themselves accountable by paying with a credit card and, you know, getting out the money and going like, I'm ready, Jai. Let's, let's make this happen. 12 months is the program. Yeah. That's what do you, what do you do for an entire year? So there's a full course in there. So everyone can just go in whenever they want. And then um, I do like weekly inspiration things where I just get in there and we change mindset. So it's all about mindset. And then I do two group coachings per month where we just get everyone together for like four or five hours and do big masterminds. And we just basically nut out everyone's problems. There's people in there that want to scale up to like 500,000 a year. There's people that want to try and get their first 10,000. And, um, and opening up the conversation about money because most artists are scared to talk about money because the average person in America and Australia like they tell us don't talk about money it's you know just just work hard or, or if you're an artist like don't charge do you have practical steps that you do or that you tell other people when you get in those those ruts that inevitably happen absolutely man so I mean there's a few different things one is you need to start working so you know a, a lot of us yeah, a lot of us, we think that the, like this, you know, the clouds are going to part and the, and the sun's going to rain down on us and we're going to be inspired. But it's, it's so rare that you just feel insanely inspired. But when you get to work and you start creating something, you start taking photos, you start shooting some film, you start doing a podcast, you'll start seeing where that spark, you know, ignites. Maybe, maybe it's talking about business. Maybe it is business. Like it can be with anything, right? And I think it's so important to when that happens, you need to jump on it. And that's when you go like, yes, I'm out of the rut because I can see a way to work on something. So I think that's one. I think another one is being inspired by hanging around with those people that, that act and, and, and um, do those things. Because if you're around people in a lounge room and they're talking about how bad is it COVID-19 and how bad is the election? I hope this doesn't happen. I hope that no one's making any money. You're not going to be inspired to do anything with your life. And it's, you know, you need to be inspired by the people around you. Go, so who cares? Let's go make some art. Let's go create something and change what we can control and stop worrying about what we can't control. Does that make sense? And the, 
2020 is just such a weird year for me because it's been the perfect room, test for us <laughs> in that regard. <laughs> you're talking about sitting around in a room and everybody's just all like, the only time anyone opens their mouth is something negative. That's the that's the internet right now. That's the entire internet. Mm-hmm. So like, what groups. do you even just do? One, yeah. one big cesspool. Unfollow those places. Yeah. Man, like I, I purposely, I don't watch the news. I don't turn on the TV. I get out of any Facebook groups where people start talking about how no one's booking, running out of work, we're going bankrupt. I'm out of those places and I create my own community if I can't find any. That's why I got the business map. So people are in there. I'm like, don't talk about that stuff. But if you're having troubles, let's problem solve. I don't want you just bringing in the story because people get obsessed over things, right? Some people are obsessed with changing their life, success, all that kind of stuff, creating art. Other people are obsessed with problems. If that problem solved, they're looking for the next one. If that person wins the election, where's the next problem? And it goes on and on and on. It's easy to get yourself stuck in those negative things because that's easier than sometimes trying to do the hard work of figuring out how to problem solve those things. It's easier to just be negative, negative. Totally. And, and I actually think it comes down to the people you hang out with. It's easier when they are doing it to fall into what they're saying. And for me, like, it's easier, like, we're in a little studio now, and when someone comes in and has those conversations, I step out. I literally, like, I'm like, I don't even want to know about it. Like, you know, I'm too busy creating. Because you got, you got like haters, naysayers, and you got creators, right? And of course, the haters are always hating, and the creators are always creating. And I, I'm the type of person who just wants to go out there and create all the time. Whether it's this podcast, whether, you know, I'm on video right now or I'm on there like creating something for my business or I've got, you know, my staff over there and they're doing something. Let's go create something because from that we're going to find our passion and we're going to change our own lives, our own our own outlooks. That really shines through. And uh, I mean, you know, I've been following you on Instagram for many years and I've never talked to you. I've never heard the sound of your voice until today. And I had, I got those vibes. I knew that about you because it showed through, uh, for me in the art that you created and even just the way that you, like you were saying, you just give away that which other people are hoarding. Um, and I think it, it sends the message that like, you know, if this is the shit that I'm willing to give away, imagine the value I could bring to you one on one. If you wanted to join my tribe and do what we're totally. doing, totally, it's it's just a different stream. You know, we're going upstream when the rest of the world is is just going down the toilet. We're going, we're spinning the other direction. You know what I'm saying? So you have, I we were just listening to a podcast where you were talking about this. Do you still have? Is it twelve income streams? Yeah, I would do definitely somewhere in there. So <laughs> what? Yeah, good enough, good enough. Uh, how much money are you making from art? I would say um, we did our biggest year this year and with all my businesses combined with everything, I would say we would be getting close to a million dollars. You're right up there, right? Yeah, because it's like um, there's so many different businesses. Like think about it's like you got affiliates, you got courses, you got um, products, you got photography, you got engagement shoots, you got videography, you got DJs. I've got photo booths, you know. I've got like podcasts. I've got you know ads. I've got there's so many different things where you know a lot of us we try and all go for like the one big thing and that's going to change our lives, but it doesn't. There's no like get rich quick kind of schemes out there. Like it's, if you start building all these things, uh, you know, like black and white's worth the fight or something, you build that one thing. It's like, why not build a few other things at the same time? Because you don't know why you're building it, but it might create some sort of opportunity. And then maybe you can help people through that channel or maybe you can start a podcast or maybe, maybe no one listens to this podcast, but maybe something's going to come from it in 12 months. And I think. You know, all the projects that I go into, it's never a sure thing. I never know if I'm going to make money or, and a lot of times I don't. 
but I think giving myself um, the freedom to fail and to experiment is is better than anything else, man. So what about somebody who starts off, you know, that they, they want they want to be you. They want to be Jai. They look at you. They love your hair. They, <laughs> they see you out. They want, they want the accent. They want it they all. Want, how do I grow your hair in 24 hours? Now, what's the, I mean, what would you say to somebody like that if they have nothing to start with? Like they have no money. They've got maybe not even time. Cause you know that when you have no money, that kind of forces you to take some kind of a low paying job. So all you have is your free time, which is, you know, you, you come home to work. You're tired when mm-hmm. you're done with the day. You already hate yourself for selling out because it's not what you love, you know, and all you want to do is just, fall asleep so you can wake up do the whole thing and you can get right back to the you know back to your bed again what would you say to that person what would you do if you were them man so like mindset's the biggest one because obviously like you know i grew up and, and started with nothing when i started my wedding photography businesses with nothing when i started my every business was with nothing and so it comes down to mindset like you know one person can work at mcdonald's and have the worst life ever and the other person could be changing their lives they need the five dollars an hour so then they can you know they can work their way up and if you've got the belief of like i can do something bigger and better of my life but i need mcdonald's right now to flip those burgers to get me to somewhere i need that little bit of income like whatever it takes if you're willing to put yourself out there with no ego and and take a chance on yourself. Maybe you need to pay for McDonald's so you can get a coaching call or you can listen to an audio book or you can buy some books and you read those in the afternoon or, you know, and you start like listening to podcasts that are free. You're listening to those while you're flipping burgers and things like that. Like those things are going to start training your mindset to start seeing opportunities and seeing how you can change your life. And if you've got that vision for yourself, money, time, all it doesn't matter what resource you don't have because there's always endless amounts of resources out there that you do have. And it could be your ambition. It could be, you know, so, so many things that you have within that you're ready to take it. But one thing we do have on our side, which a lot of people don't ever think about is his time because when we're flipping burgers at mcdonald's a lot of times we think oh i'm not rich right now or i'm not doing you know i wish i was jai right now but if you're if you're 25 years old and you're flipping burgers you get so much time like do that for a couple of years and then when you're 30 years old maybe start your business you know and you'll be able to by the time you're 35 maybe you will be like me and you'll be able to do better than i do because you put in the time and you keep showing up and you're resilient you don't care if there's something big that comes like a recession or you know, a pandemic or something because you're, you're fixated on those goals. And you made a really good point. Uh, you said this earlier, how, you know, work is a remedy for depression. And like Picasso said, you know, inspiration is real, but she must find us working. That's, that's, that's a Picasso quote. And I love that quote because when he says the word inspiration there, that was back in a time when they actually believed that inspiration was comes from like the a gods. physical, like a spirit. It was an angel that visited you and would give you the art and then you would put it to paper or, you know, it would be a song or, you know, melody or whatever it was or a statue and then she would leave. And so he said, that's real. She's real, but she must find you working. Do you, do you know, do you actually know why they used to think that? I don't know why it's because when they weren't inspired or if they don't create something amazing, they don't take the blame on themselves. And nowadays, and it was great, right? Because you could be an artist and you could be like, well, just the inspiration didn't come. That angel didn't come. Right. And then that's why they never thanked themselves for the success as well. But nowadays we all created ourselves. And then that's why we get so self-critical and we get stuck in our ways because it's not an outside thing. We believe it comes from within. 
And so it was just like an easy way to separate ourselves. It was like, well, it's not good enough. The play's not good enough. The art's not good enough. But that's because the angel wasn't there. Yeah. You know? Well, and I used to be in. It's, it's a good uh, placeholder for a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it was, it's just, just good to shift the blame sometimes, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I was in the music industry for a little while and I did kind of the songwriting thing. I was around a lot of, you know, professional songwriters who would be writing for, you know, big, big name artists that we would all recognize. Right. And, uh, when you would get them all in a room, all these professionals, they would just get in there and they would just be like, Oh, what if we did this? And then everyone would be like, Oh no, that's not great. Or they would just sort of, they'd finish the song and they would basically just throw it into the maybe pile and they would just go to the next song. And I remember being a young amateur songwriter and I'd come to them and I'd be like, you know, we would, we would want to collaborate on a song. And that was their job was to help me collaborate on this song. And it was my song in my, in my mind. And I, and it was, I worked on this. It's my baby. I, I went through labor pains. I am not giving this up. If, if they suggest something and I don't like it, fuck them. I'm going to keep it. And then I go in there and they're like, eh, what if you change this? What if you change this? And over there. And I'm just, it's just everything I hear just hurts. It's just my soul is crying because this thing that I believe is mine is just being ripped apart, literally. And then, but you know, I leave the room and it's, the song's not even about the same thing anymore now that we're done, but they don't, but the professionals that are doing it and making a living and making the songs that are making millions of people cry and, you know, happy and, you know, want to dance and just changing the world with the song. They don't, they don't take any of it personally. They just go, Oh yeah, that's what the, they, they'll say things like, this is what the song needs, or that's where the song wants to go. They're not even, they don't have any ownership of it. It's like, it's like a, they have like a wild pet that's like feral, like a feral cat. And it's like, you can't even tell the cat where to go or what to do. Like, it's just going to do whatever it wants. And your job is just to keep it alive. And that to me was such a huge, that's what you're talking about. I'm curious. Um, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, think of you as successful and look to you for inspiration. What, who for you, like when you think of the word successful, who, who do you think of and, and why? Who, who's your version of, of successful in that, in that sense? <laughs> I've actually, that's probably one of the biggest things I've struggled with my whole life. Um, because I didn't grow up around anyone that I found, uh, that I thought was successful or I, even now I find it hard. Like I find like I outgrow a lot of things. Like even with the wedding photography, I find it hard to find a photographer that thinks as much as I do or as big as I do or thinks things that is possible or like any, you know, and I think, I think sometimes, um, I find it hard to find inspiration. And then I realize all I'm doing is trying to find someone else to peg against like what I think is possible, which I know a lot of people do, for, you know, with me. But at the same time, I'm like, I, don't, I actually don't need that because I just believe, you know, I can just keep pushing. And yeah, I, I, I find it really, really hard. But, you know, the people that I, f I think I find most successful are the ones that actually put themselves out there and then they fail and they fail in front of everyone and then they pick themselves back up and they do it again and, and they live an adventure. And when I see that, I'm like, man, you don't even care. And she's like, <laughs> I fucking love, I just love that. Like, I, I you know, and other people, they want to see people fail. Like an average person says, like, I can't do enough and I'm not doing enough. I want you to come down. Be normal. Calm down. Stop doing as much. You don't need success. You don't need money. Stop talking about money. Like, that's what the average person talks about. And then someone that's not average, they'll come to me and say, Jai, you're, like, you're doing so much. Keep going. Keep pushing. Like, you know, keep ex inspiring us, motivate us, you know. And I think... um, for me, I get like so inspired by even just the people inside my business map that are like, no matter, you know, they don't have a mindset like me and it's during a time of COVID and they do have everything against them and they took a chance 
put, gave me money and joined to my course and now they're getting massive results. And I'm so inspired by that because I'm like, you didn't have to do that. And you took the chance on yourself. Like that's mind blowing. Where like, there's people out there right now that are considered successful in my industry and they're going to fail because they won't ask for help and they have an ego that's too big and they'll do it in silence until they just slowly disappear and they fade away. And like, not, I don't get inspired by that. To, they're not willing to grow and take the time to, to work on themselves. Well, and I think they're also not willing to show any of the process. Nothing can be in progress. It has to be finished. And, mm. and especially with social media, you have, you know, like the people are doing makeup just to take a photo and say that they are wearing no makeup. Like it's so, <laughs> it's so done. It's Everything a, it's is a just very, it's a very shiny. polished kind of hollow. And like, shell. I think mm. people to what you're saying, Jai, is that like, so many people are craving, like, we know that's fake. Like, everyone knows on a, like, on a, some deep visceral level, like, Absolutely. as human beings, like, we know that you wake up looking like shit. We know it. Mm. There's no way that, like, <laughs> that you were born this way. There's, it's just not, it's not possible. And so we want to see that struggle. And that's honestly what our podcast is about as well, is that we want to take people who are looked up to, are considered successful by some people and say, all right, we recognize your success and obviously I'm, I'm the biggest fan of success no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? But we also know that you got there on purpose. You didn't trip and fall and land in success. And I want to know for the person who's listening right now to us, whoever that might be, who, you know, we don't know where they're at, they're, you know, that to be able for to hear you say, Actually, I started off way worse than you are at right now when you're listening to the sound of my voice, and I'm way ahead of what you think is possible for yourself ever. That's what people need to hear. And if they don't know that you were homeless twice, that you, you know, were living off of government aid, that you had no hope really, that you did, that you didn't have any role models, no one to teach you anything. If they didn't know that about you, then they would assume that guy's successful. He probably inherited money and that's how he started his businesses. He probably, his parents were already successful. He probably had, you know, education from a young age, whatever, you know? So I, I really appreciate that. And I also find that the people that I think are the best of the best, not just great, but the best will give away those secrets. They, oh, will they do always do. They, they know. Anyone that like runs at that high level, they have an abundance mindset. And when people say like, why would you help people if you're successful? But successful people don't think like that. They say, I've done it and I want to give you the roadmap because it's totally possible. And there's enough for everybody. Where like unsuccessful people say like, well, rich people are not happy. There's not enough success. There's not enough money. There's not enough work for you over there because there's not enough weddings. There's not enough this. And why would you give me the, why would you give me a reason to succeed like you? So it's totally different mindsets, you know? Anyone that's like running at a high level and anything they do, that art, anything, like an artist, they'll say like, you want to learn, come sit next to me. I'm painting something right now. Like, absolutely. There's a roadmap to this. There's a way that I do it. I wake up early in the morning. I do it during sunrise and then I'm at, at the coffee shop by 11, like whatever it is, you know? So I, I think like it's so, so important. There's a, there's a great quote from uh, Jack Lemon that I uh, look back every now and then, for those of you who don't know, he's a, a really good actor. Um, he says, no matter how successful you get, always send the elevator back down. And that makes me Absolutely. think of that sort of stuff where it's like, that's great. That's yeah. so good. I, I, I love always, that. I always go back to that quote every now and again about, you know, trying to be humble and, you know, not forgetting where I've come from as well. So that's great, man. Mm. So I, I have a question for you, Jai. I actually have a a ton of questions for you. But, Let, let's go for uh, them. Let's go for them. Give you, time. This is this is one question, but it's also a category of questions. So, uh, 
And we're, and this is all on the fly. Like we just, you know, we, I talked to you yesterday. We set this whole podcast up. You know, we're here today. Um, you know, we haven't spent a whole lot of face to face time together. So I'm just going to put you on the spot a couple times here. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So we, uh, let's get, we, so, we've trapped you here. You're stuck, man. We're trapped. I'm going to get my money's worth. I tell you yeah, what, absolutely. Right now. Um, get, get the value, man. So look, we have a podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on it right we, now. I'm gracing it. I didn't know about it until yesterday. Well, I now I know about it. Now I'm on it. it. So that was quick. so. So we want to build a brand. We believe in art. We believe mm-hmm. in artists. We believe mm-hmm. in causes. We uh, we really want to uh, not just make money, but we want to make money and do good. We want to, you know, figure out, you know, bring somebody on who's not just a cool dude who thinks like we do and can help us or whatever, but also is doing something else out for for the world. And we want to help that cause. Right. So we want to do all of those things. And so does our audience. You know, our audience is very, you know, we've it's been built from a long, long time of doing exactly that, helping artists who maybe are on Instagram who don't even think of themselves as artists, but they just they just they just took this rad photo and we just wanted to just show that to the world. And now there's a dime a dozen pages doing that. And so, you know, we're on to the next thing, but that's always what we've been about. Right. So we have that, we have this podcast, which is still super new, but I've made money from my brand before the black and white is worth the fight hashtag. We have 1.6 million contributions to that on Instagram. Mm, awesome. If you look, that's something that I, that didn't exist before me. I just was sitting on my counter in my kitchen bored thought it was funny and it rhymed and I posted a couple photos that were in black and white with that hashtag. And I went from that. That's how that started. So (laughs) I have that, you know, we have that and that's now, you know, worth the fight. We are worth the fight in this podcast. And the question is, how do we use this right here, us talking to you right now and, you know, doing these kinds of things to number one, go out there and empower other people other artists to create art, other business people to start new things, you know, authors to write the book, whatever that is. Also make money ourselves so that we can keep going out and doing that good work and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but we're starting out small and, you know, we're talking about mindset. I mean, we thought when we started this thing, we, we, we were getting ready to start right before COVID hit and we were, we were, we had a couple episodes. We already had, we already had finished and we were just holding off to put them out. And then COVID hits and we go, okay, well, we're probably going to be on lockdown for like two weeks. It's no big deal, but let's put it out now because everybody's at home. They're all locked in their houses. Well, that was wrong. What turned out is less people listen to podcasts during yeah, that first that little bit. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. We just sat around and we're like, Oh less yeah, routine. everyone's, what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? And, but they're not, like you said, less routine. They're not driving to their, their work or their office where they normally listen to it or whatever. So now they're getting home and they're, you know, getting, taking their pants off and they're watching Netflix. And I didn't know that. So anyway, there's tons of questions there, but I'll start with the big one. What would you do if you were us what advice do you have for us to build, you know, take what we already have built and expand that? Uh, there's a few different things. It, you really need to, like, you've already got your message. You need to have that message, you know, with conviction that you can help people. You need to be shameless when it comes to making money. Like you talked about, I know when you asked me like, oh, you talk about money, you said it from a place where it's like, oh, that's not such a good thing. Um, there's no shame in like making money, right? Because like, even if you're like a photographer, it's like you need, to, if you want to be an artist, you need to make money so you can provide the art to, to the people that love what you do. It's a, it's a cycle. 
And I think, um, you know, if you want to grow this thing, like you've got to be willing to put in the work and you've got to know that it might not work. Which means you show up for free, you've given as much value as you can on this podcast, you're helping as many people as you can, you're giving results to as many people as you can, you're spreading your message as far and as wide as you can. You're doing all those things, but it's not because of money. It's not because of like, you know, you want to hire somebody else, but you're going to attract someone else that goes like, I believe in your vision and you've empowered, you've helped me during the time when I was, had my pants off watching Netflix during COVID. <laughs> I started listening to your podcast and it got me out of that headspace. And now you've changed my life because now I've, I've started my own project. That is getting someone results because you showed up without getting paid and you actually put in the effort for somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I'm always doing as well. And, um, you know, the, as soon as like COVID hit, we doubled down. I put all my money into my own thing because I believe in it. Like I spent more money on Facebook ads. I hired a business coach. I've done more courses. I've done, I've done more, doubled down, tripled down because I believe more people need my help right now. So even if it doesn't all work out for me, at least I can provide jobs to people that love to do what they do, which they have right here, right now, instead of them, you know, working somewhere else, I can help and impact thousands, hundreds of thousands of people all around the world. Um, you know, I can do, I can spread my mission, show people, send back down that elevator, bring more people up. And I think that is worth the fight. Does that make sense? <laughs> That's good. Brian, do you have any follow-up questions to that? Um, I'd like to go back a tiny bit in regards, in regards of talking about failure and that sort of stuff. I'm always curious because I, I'm very much an expert at failure and that sort of stuff and learning from those failures. What would you say over the years has been, can you think of a favorite failure that you've had in the sense that it either helped you grow the most or? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, when I was 19 years old, um, my dad was like really going through some heavy drug problems and, um, I remember like I went down to rehab to go visit him and stuff and he was, he was, he really needed a job and he really needed to get out of there. And so I hustled hard. Like I finished school when I was like 16, got an apprenticeship. I did all that. Um, and I just finished my apprenticeship and I just saved every dollar that I had and I worked every hour that I was awake and I was, I was saying to my dad, like, if you had a job, you know, then you'll be able to fix your teeth up and, and you know, get some new clothes and, and do whatever. And so I tried to hustle him a job. I went around everywhere. Back then we used to have this thing called the yellow pages and a phone. And I, I was just like ringing people up. Um, and I was looking through the newspapers for like jobs and stuff like that. I couldn't find him anything. And I realized I was like, man, my dad's unemployable. Like no one's going to hire him. So I need to be an employer. That way I can give him a job. And so that was my train of thought. And so I started, um, there was a property that came up and it was perfect for a restaurant slash cafe. So I started this restaurant slash cafe, uh, with my now wife and I sold my car that I saved up for, got all my savings, got all my friends in there. We renovated the place. Um, I've chucked all my money at it and then I started a business. And the thing about starting a business was I had no coaches, no inspiration, no mentors, no knowledge about business. Um, I just went straight into it. And I learned on, on the go and I just knew that I needed to, I need to make enough money to support my, um, my family, which is all my staff. So they can continue to provide the great service and people can keep coming in and spending their money and getting a coffee and all that kind of stuff. That was my knowledge of business, which is not far off the truth, right? Um, but then two weeks before my cafe opened up and the whole thing was like my dad, it was going to be my dad's, um, 
he's going to be a chef and everything. He actually died of a drug overdose. So the whole reason why I opened up the cafe, it just went out the window. And then I had to pay another, you know, sixty, seventy thousand dollars for a chef. Now there was more costs. There was harder things to go through. There was grief. Um, I was 20 years old. I had no idea what I was doing. I was, bills were coming in. I couldn't pay them. Um, you know, I was hiring people and I was hiring the wrong people. I was like helping people when I needed the help as well. And I started getting a full-time job to try and put money in the till at the end of the week. So then that way, like I could keep it going. And then after 12 months, we had to file for bankruptcy. And, you know, I was living in the house because me and my then wife couldn't afford rent anymore. We gave up our rent. Uh, and then we were living in the cafe. We'd, we'd work all day, almost all night, and then we'd sleep in the cafe, get, get up, do it all over again. And then when I filed for bankruptcy, one of my friends gave me this really shitty van. He's like, here you go, man. Like, you probably need this. I was going to take it to the records, but you probably need this more. And that night I, I closed the doors and we drove out to the headland. And um, I felt like there was so much pressure on me to succeed and to help, you know, everyone around me. And there was just like so much expectations I put on myself. And I think after I lost it all, I drove up to the headland and then the next morning there was a sunrise and I realized life goes on. It was, it wasn't a problem. And then I just made a plan, like, let's, let's do it all over again. How can I build up what I just lost? How can I, you know, change my life? Because... I think like the, that was the biggest and, and, um, the most important mistake, not mistake, but failure in my career because it showed me, um, that I'm no longer scared of failing because I've already been there at the bottom and it wasn't that bad. The sun still rose. It was a beautiful sunrise over the ocean. Yes, we were like sitting in our car and we had no money and, you know, and everything else, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I didn't have a car and a house and a TV and, and some nice clothes and stuff like that. And, I'm always the underdog, so I was just ready. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure like two days later, I was already hustling my new career, new business, <laughs> everything, you, you know? That's awesome. Well, you, made a, you made a really good point, too, about uh, the your response to failure. Because I think, you know, Brian's question of do you have a favorite failure? <laughs> hey. <laughs> For those of you not watching the video, a mysterious hand just came and yeah. just, I did he, did he, I think they took a hair off of me or something. They're grooming you. I don't know um, what's going on. I've got a couple the, of guys here working for me and they're just, they're hustling. So <laughs> the, the response to failure for you, and I'm, I'm very much this way. So I'm actually, I'm highly motivated by, uh, one of the most motivating things that can happen to me is getting fired from a day job that I hate. I will, uh, this is happening multiple times and, you know, I'll be doing a job for just whatever reason. I just felt like I had to, you know, whatever it lasts until I just can't fake it anymore. And then I get fired and whatever. And then I, I walk out and I always just do something just for myself, just as a reward. I'll just go, I might get ice cream. I might just go chill by myself at a cop shit, just whatever, uh, go to a movie, you know, whatever. And then I'll come home and I'm just super energized to just do something for myself because that's what I actually wanted to do the whole time. But I told myself that I couldn't. Um, how, I mean, it sounds like, is that how you react to success? Or um, I mean, what would be your advice to somebody who um, maybe they're at a crossroads, you know, maybe, you know, they see someone like you who has quit their day job and or put, you know, all the remainder of their savings more than once into themselves, which to them is it, kind of reckless. It kind of looks like you just flushed all your money down the toilet and and it failed and you're still sitting here you know acting like you've succeeded but it was a failure right so what do you say to that person should they do what you did 
you know, should they do their own thing? What, what should they do? Look, I think, um, you've got to know what your definition of success is to start off with. So my definition of success is the willingness to do and fail. And how that looks in practical terms is if I hold a workshop and I put all the effort into it, I'm putting myself out there, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm going to tell people stories. I'm going to try and change people's lives and people show up and they hate it. I'm still successful because I'm like, yeah, I get all the bad reviews, but what did you guys do? I had the willingness to stand there in front of you, vulnerable, put myself out there, and I wasn't scared to take that first step. Yes, it wasn't great. And yes, like I failed. Gonna do it again. You know what I mean? So I love that. Like if I get on this podcast, like if I bomb it, people hate it. it your ratings go down. It's like well, I had the courage to get on this podcast and speak my truth. And so if someone wants to hate me on that, if 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 we failed this episode, it's like, I'm going to do it again and like I'm going to learn more from that. But that was my success. My success was showing up this morning and doing this, not the outcome of this episode. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it was so cool to me when you, uh, you know, I, I, I had followed you for a while. You know, I, I kind of figured like I think that you might have been familiar with my old brand. And so I thought, you know, maybe I can, you know, get in there. I see that you're doing the podcast thing and the responsiveness that I got from you. This was yesterday, I think. And, you know, I send you a message. Hey, love what you're doing. Been following you for so long. Would love to have you on our podcast. And you and you came back and you were like, how about tomorrow? And so many, I mean, we're, we, you know, we do this all the time. We, we're always trying to hustle guests, trying to get somebody on that's inspirational and all that. Uh, we really never get that response from people. And I think it's almost like it's just kind of like status quo that someone, you know, in the back of everyone's heads, they're thinking, well, if I'm successful, I should probably wait, you know, four days to five days before responding to them because then they'll think I'm busy and the, and you, you jumped on it. And you know, where I was like, Hey, you know, I'm free this weekend or next week. You're like, how about tomorrow? <laughs> and that just that sort of tenacity to get in, to get it done. And like you said, to just get it under your belt. And if it's a failure, then you know, that their successes are built on a mountain of those failures. So that's just going to be a bigger success down the road for you. That's what I'm picking up. Yeah, man. Like, I, th I think saying. too many people like just let opportunities go past or they think they're too big or, or it's not good enough. Like someone will like contact me the other day. They're like, just started a podcast. I've only got like a hundred followers on Instagram. Like, would you still get on it? I'm like, I've got time in, in 45 minutes. Like if you can get me on there, like let's do it. And I think it's like, you know, why? not if you got a message like i said like it's worth the fight like share it with everyone who cares if no one's listening who cares if you're showing up all the time and it's like there's no audience or it's not big enough for your status or it's not whatever like that person with 100 followers he's hustling me i'm going to share his instagram he's going to have 200 followers 300 followers he's going to get some ratings like that means i helped him on his journey to success that's sending down the elevator and i think that's so important yeah i had to do those things like I think that's why you're having the success success you have, man. Like that, that's such a rare trait for someone to be that genuinely interested and invested in people. There's so many people that'll, you know, talk the talk, but never walk the walk with that sort of stuff. And when you have that sort of combo, I think the work and your success kind of speak for itself in that regard. And that, that'll help other people be inspired in that because they see, oh, being genuine and trying to help people and do all these things actually leads to this. Totally. And, uh, you know, I'm on a mission at the moment to, to, um, see what I can do in life and, 
any opportunity that comes my way. Like, I think it's incredible. You reach out something like that. I'm like, nice. I didn't even have to reach out to them. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> save, save me right. five minutes. Like, let's get on this thing like tomorrow. And then that means like, I had nothing to do at this time right now. And then I've got something else on after this. I've already done a podcast episode today. Had a coffee, went for a walk, did a podcast episode. What's the next thing? And I think like moving like that means, like the stuff that I get done in one week, people would, bl- it would blow people's minds because it almost looks like I could almost get like a year's worth of work done in like one month. Because in the last month, I have been on 10 episodes of podcasts. I have uh, written out like 10 blog posts and done like feature blog posts and other things. I do make IGTVs. I do write, you know, I launched a course. I've just made another course that just went out. Like I've got so much stuff going on because there's no better time than right now. And if what my mission is worth, it is worth the fight. So why not show up every single day fighting that fight? I love that. But I want to get to this because uh, I think it's so cool that you did this. So you are uh, providing a free gift for everybody that's listening to this episode. Can you talk to us about what, what is it that you're offering? Who is it for? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't and know how, why, how it will benefit why you them. did it. Yeah, how it will benefit them. Yeah. Okay, so so what it is, I'm actually giving out a pricing calculator to all um, photographers, videographers, um, people that like, they hear me speak about money and they're a little bit scared about money. They don't know how much they need to charge, how many clients they need to get, what they're actually worth, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I created a pricing calculator so you can put in your financial goals, put in your yearly costs of what your business is, even if it's a side hustle, and then how often you want to work. So if you want to work 40 hours a week or whatever, um, and it's going to generate how much, how many clients you need and how much you need to charge automatically. And then you can adjust any one of those things. You can put up your goal or down your goal. You can and never put down your goal, always put up your goal. But then you can see like how much more you need to hustle or whatever. And I think it's just such a handy tool because a lot of us, especially with educators, I don't know about you guys if you followed many educators, but they always say like, charge what you're worth. They don't give you any tools. There is no reason to know what that means. I'm left more confused than ever before. And I'm like, man, people need the tools. Like, give them something. And so this is like a pricing calculator. So you can just punch those numbers in and I'm giving it to you for free. So there is no excuse to not punch in those numbers. And this is a, this is normally, I think it's $27. Yeah, I, I charge $27, right? which is insanely cheap. Um, yeah. I mean, so if you want to pay for it, like absolutely pay for it, but it's free for you guys anyway, because I want you to use it. So we're going to get the, uh, we're going to get the link up everywhere so we can all see this, but, um, just so we have it right now. So it's jilong.co. That's J, that's J A I and then long.co slash worth the fight, right? Absolutely. Jilong.co forward slash worth the fight. And then for a hundred percent off, uh, then the code is worth the fight. All one word. And that's free. That's right. You can get over That's there. Awesome. Um, seriously, there's no, if you don't like it, just delete it. Like <laughs> there is no reason. And, and there's actually extra, um, training bonuses in there as well. There's some videos on pricing, videos on pricing yourself. I just chucked them all in there because I was like, if people are interested on pricing and knowing their numbers, like I'll give you as much as I can. Is this going to be beneficial to anybody that is not a photographer or videographer? If you want to know what your numbers are, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, that's my niche market, but if you are a creative in any, any field, you just want to know how much, how much you need to make to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, how much tax you got to pay, how much all your expenses are, then how many jobs you got to book with how much time each job. And then it's going to tell you how much you need to hustle every year. Nice. Yeah. So it's all there. Get over there. Download it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Brian. Um, I'm. 
I'm good, man. This is this has been incredible. The amount of stuff we've been able to talk about in such a, a short. I don't want to let this guy go until he makes me at least five thousand dollars because I feel like I've got him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we can make that in this you know this hour hour and a half that we have here, man. Um, well, I, uh, what, I what do you so, need help with? Tell me what you need help with, and let's make it work. Um, well, the, here's a, here's a good one. Um, there's no I, better, I there's nothing better than a podcast and giving someone the results. I Man, can give them I, to you. I love this. So, uh, well, let me ask <laughs> you this. Feels, this feels so, like when I mean, the therapist and the person in therapy, like we've just swapped roles or something. Now, yeah, I am about <laughs> yeah. to cry. We've yeah. little role reverse. Let's love hit it. those goals. Yeah. So, so my problem when I am trying to think about, and I've actually heard you say this as well. Um, when I'm trying to think about how am I going to make money? Um, and it basically, how am I going to avoid a day job, which I know is probably not the best way to approach it, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I just am so tired of working for someone else and, you know, funding their dreams. I'm just sick of it. And so how do I at least do something that I don't hate that I get me to what I love? Right. And I realize, and I've actually like covered a garage wall with just post-it notes of just all the different ideas I have to make money. And it's a ton. It's too many ideas. And I'm always, I mean, like I'll be thinking about one and I'll even maybe get a little bit of work in on it. And then I am bored or I don't see the immediate results that I wanted. And so I, I go, ah, oh, well, I have this other idea. I think it's going to be even better. And then I switch to that thing. And then I look back a year later and I go, I didn't do anything. And I didn't really make any money from any of these things. So I realized that was a few years ago. Now I know I have to pick like three things and I have to do them. I have to schedule time to work on all three of those things and I got to make them a priority and then everything else. I can still do everything else, but I have to pick the top three, right? So I guess that isn't really much of a question, but um, that would be my first thing is just, you know, is that, do you think that's a good, hi, <laughs> posing for the photo. Uh, is that a good strategy? Do you do, do you kind of, do Look, you try to build up one revenue stream at a time? An, an idea is worth nothing unless you execute it. You know, with those people that say like, oh, I wish I invented Facebook or had the idea or I had the idea for that first, but someone else executed it. Um, it all comes down to the execution. Like you can have a trillion ideas. I give away all my best ideas because I'm like, I don't have the time to execute it. If you want to make some money right now, here's an idea and that will make you money. I love giving away ideas to other people that are actually going to do them. So when we do have, you know, post-it notes everywhere and we're like creating all these ideas, we really need to hone into one of them. And what I do is I hone into one of them and then I double down on the ones that work and I let go of the ones that don't really quickly. So for instance, like if you've got worth the fight, you got worth the fight, black and white, all that stuff. It's just like, there's a message and it's working, it's resonating. I've got, you know, a friend Brian here on here and he's getting amongst it. He's, you know, believing in this as well. And I've got Jai on here and that was like an easy thing. Like this is on a roll now. Now I'll double down on this and get rid of like a couple of other ideas and go like, okay, this is the thing. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to write like a little ebook. I'm going to put those out for people. I'm going to create a blog post about this. I'm going to make an IGTV. I should be recording this right now to get it out to more people. I should be putting this on YouTube. I need to, you know, and then you'll start making those decisions around like what you can do right now to get this out there further, impact more people. Another thing is like everything you just said, like you're not going to be inspired to do anything when you come from the place that you just did, which was I just want to do something that doesn't get me back to that job or work full time. And going from that is not that inspiring. And like, I never think about like, uh, like I really, I really don't want to be a garbage man. Like I, I don't want to do that, but it doesn't inspire me to 
push forward. You need to have a vision for yourself that's going to pull you forward. So, you know, how would it feel for you if worth, um, if worth the, we are worth the fight, uh, did blow up and that you impacted people. You changed people's lives. People were stoked to be part of your community. People were like sharing your stuff. You had more listeners. People were lining up to be on your podcast. Like, how would that feel for you? And then is that worth fighting for? Like for me, that is. And then I'm like, okay, I need to make that happen because I'm stoked on that. I don't really care about going back to that last job because that's not inspiring. I want to be that person and I'm going to thank myself in 12 months time for doing that hustle. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. So dive in on that one thing, man, and then double down on it and give yourself that vision so you can work towards it. Well, and you're, you're also talking about, you know, I, I call it the why, right? Like you're, you're talking about finding that intrinsic motivation for, you know, what, and for me, it's helpful to write those things down as well. And I'm fully aware that it is unhealthy, right? But, you know, being able to flip that and being able to say, instead of, you know, this is what I don't want, like that's like you're saying, what you don't want is not going to motivate you. You need something to, as you said, pull you and not, not, I'm not trying push to push you. you. Right. No one, no one needs a push. It's just like, oh man, do I have to do it? Is it worth it? No one's listening. Right. COVID happened. Of course it failed. I was waiting for something for that to happen. Like I knew it. I shouldn't have started it. That's what it feels like when you're getting pushed along. But when you're getting pulled along, you're like, COVID just went past. Who cares? I'm fucking going somewhere. Like get out of my way. Being able to break through those excuses, which can be hard at times, but I think Dust and I are being, are learning from that. Especially uh, recently, and being able to absolutely in, in the last hour, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, starting right the now, last, the, last, the last month, the last couple months, the last day, the last hour. But yes, you're you're, hit, yeah, you're yeah. hitting home and validating a lot of things that have kind of been circling awesome. in, in our minds for sure. Yeah, yeah. And those were awesome questions that you just asked. Even though, I mean, it, that just got me thinking. You know, and when you ask me what would it feel like, you know, and you're talking about, you know, there's, there's plenty of people that do this, that, you know, there's a science to this. Yeah. Like you didn't just make that up, which you were just talking about, right? Like that if you can put yourself emotionally in the version of yourself in the future, that is what you want, then you can, but, but you have to think and, you know, and imagine, okay, what would it feel like? Like what you said, Mm. I mean, what it would feel like to me is that I would feel empowered to change the world for good. It, I would feel like I would not, I, I would be able to repay, you know, that I would, I could make up for the fact that I didn't get this help. I was not able to do this, but I, but I have gone through all of these things in my life so that I could do this for that person and all of these people and kind of create this, you know, engine that ultimately, you know, just like the hashtag who, you know, we don't even have an Instagram account anymore that's called worth black and white is worth the fight, but every single day people are still hashtagging that for just no reason. There's, I mean, it's just going up and it's just, it's, it's, it's own monster now and I can't stop it anymore. You know, I could change the name to, you know, Pink Flamingo and people are still going to post on that hashtag because it's, it, it it's a wave now, yeah. you know, and that's what I want. I, what I want is a, a wave of positivity that goes out so far that we can't see the end of it. And we just get to rally that just like the community of people that are just around us, just nearby and say, Hey, look, you know, Jai's got this awesome thing that he's really excited about. He's not even making any money off of it. We're not making any money off of it, but can everybody just like, you know, we're going to create this thing. If you want to buy this print or if you want to come, you know, this sticker or this shirt or whatever, we're going to take that money. Here's what we're going to all do together with that, you know, and then, and be able to make enough money ourselves to just keep doing that and not be 
out there yeah, doing and like the, the, job, the, the, you know. The money will always come, man. Like it, it, money follows passion, right? And so um, what you just told me, like that, that feels like it's worth fighting for. It feels inspiring. And But to, to walk the walk, like you said before, like how I walk the walk with like getting back to you really fast on things, to walk the walk, like you don't have to think about like how can we make the hugest YouTube following? How can we get the most listeners? Like go out there and impact one person. Do it in person. One person that needs your help, get those results. Then two people, like just go out there. Like today you can do that. And so if that's your vision, you no longer have to think about like where's the money going to come from and how do I get millions of followers? Because if you keep working enough, working for that one person and like really helping that person, man, it's going to turn into 10 people and it's going to turn into a hundred people. And then people are going to share it onto your podcast. People will gravitate to you. And so to walk the walk, it's got to be, it's got to be for the reason of of your actual mission, which means you will help anybody. Does that make sense? Oh no, for sure. I love it. That's been that's been recently my kind of I don't know not not struggle, but like I obviously have like the passion, like what we're talking about now with like this community and kind of all the creatives, and even in my photography and kind of the photography work that I've been developing over the last year. Like I have the passion, I have the drive. That'll that'll never go away. But trying to find the right. I don't know the right, the right steps and the ways to do it, like, and to make it successful on the, on the money side of things and just trying to navigate that can sometimes be hard. Like I, I know the end goal or the, the path I'm trying to go on is just trying to find a way to walk in a straight line on that path. Do you know what I mean? It, it can be very easy to totally. diverge from it at times or uh, like there's two, there's, there's two things there. Like one is if you don't want to waste your time and go down a path, you hire a mentor. That's why like they cost so much money. That's why like, you know, because that's what someone there is for, right? The other thing is like thinking about it, like in layman's terms, think about it like being an artist and taking a really nice photo on your film camera. It's like, I know that I want to take a photo like Jai and I don't know how to do it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a film camera and some film because if I don't do that, I will never be able to do it. And we get so stuck on like, I can see the finished product, but I don't know how to get there. And we forget that we just need to start shooting and keep shooting. And then we're going to learn it. And then we're going to go like, oh my God, I can't believe I needed a light meter. I just realized that. And, I, and then we process a little bit differently and it's all going to come to you. So when the money and all that kind of stuff, like every day we have new ideas of how we could make money. I didn't know how to do that yesterday, but today I know how to do it only because I'm working in it. Does that make sense? I have a question to you. Uh, when you're talking about, um, so, you know, as artists, what, whatever the art is, it doesn't really matter. The society and, you know, really our, our parents' generation, right? They just had a different life than we did, right? They had to go basically give up all their passions to go work a job they didn't like, but they did it anyway. And they, you know, they fed their family into them that, that was success, right? And so then now we all came along kind of on their backs, right? And now we have the ability to make art because we have a bit more money than they did. We don't have yet, you know, the depression, the, the Great Depression economically that they went through, right? So, and it's just more accessible than it used to be. You know, you can now record an entire music album on a laptop. You can now buy a computer, you know, you're, you don't even have to buy a camera. You can just use your phone to become a photographer now. It's so much easier now for us, right? So, but then these these older people are who are supposed to be they're raising us right they're telling us how to live how to be successful all this uh we're told our whole lives that our art is a hobby and we're told yeah you know we'd be doing the thing and it's okay it's cool i'm glad that you're doing this thing that you love but at some point junior you're gonna have to get a job 
and get married. And like, how do you change that evil termite in your brain that is, that has told you your whole life, I don't deserve to make money doing what I love because that would be like, what about everybody else out there that doesn't get to make a living doing what they love? Like, am I better than them? Like all of the guilt and, and I know you talk a lot about mindset. So, I mean, what, what are you doing like practically? Cause I know mindset's such a big part of it, but also just like, what do I do? You know, if you just give me a list of one, two, three, you know, how do I just yeah. kill that termite? Like you said before, everything's gen- like from generations, right? So it's not our parents' fault. Their parents went through World War One, World War Two, the Great Depression. Save all your money. Don't spend your money. Get a good job. Get an education. They pass it on to our parents. Our parents are now like, oh, you can spend a little bit more, buy a nicer house, but get the education so you can keep doing it. And then it comes on to us. And now we're like, you don't need to actually save any of your money. Invest your money. You can do other things. We've got more knowledge now than ever before. You can learn from free. There's more people sharing the knowledge, more people lifting you up compared to before so and now we're telling our kids you know like we you, you don't have to go to college anymore so we're changing it again like you could have you could be a full-time tiktoker if you wanted to like you could make <laughs> millions from that that's an actual thing and then they're going to tell their kids and it's going to change again so that is like a natural evolution but i think for myself like i've actually never had the guilt and i have i see it as like hey i've got a talent and i'm exchanging my time if you want that, you need to exchange some money for those talents. Does that make sense? Just the same as if I was a laborer or if I was working any other job. Like, so I think for myself, like I see, I do work for free sometimes. And there's always like, if it's for my best benefit, like a hundred percent, you know, being on this podcast, I'm not getting paid. Of course I do things for free all the time. Um, but at the same time, like I definitely, if someone like, I know my art is on high demand and I know people are going to pay for it. So of course I'm going to charge them for it. So then that way I can continue to give them that service that they want because there's so many artists in the world. It's like, great, they're all artists, but you can't buy their stuff. You can't hire them to, you can't commission them. You can't like, you know, get their stuff. And it's, it frustrates me. I'm like, oh, I wish I could get that artist to do a mural for me and I'd pay him thousands of dollars or that photographer to take my portrait because I'd pay him money. But, you know, because they're in that self-doubt from their parents and, and everybody else, like, no, it's not actually worth anything. Um, you just can't get it. And then they feel resentment. Like, I, sh- you know, so much resent when you're not getting paid what you, what you think you're worth. So I, I guess like I've got no practical tips for you because like I just don't have that mindset and I've never had that mindset. Growing up with my, my parents, my parents always said like, you don't need to go to college. My dad never had a job. He even said like jobs are overrated means you don't get to live life. And so me getting a job was going against them. Like I remember I told my dad, I was like, I just left school, dad, and I got an apprenticeship. I'm an electrician. I thought he's, he's going to say he's proud of me. He was just like, why would you waste your time? You know what I mean? And I was like, wow. okay. Yeah. It was like the opposite for me. So for me, I was like learning and like how to have the work ethics and how to, how to put that into something. So speaking of money, um, for me, and I, I think a lot of people who grew up less than rich do this as well, right? I grew up, um, and for us, like, you, you know, you'd have like the birthday party at McDonald's or you'd get to go out to like the pizza parlor. And that was a big deal. Like a lot of, um, specifically food, but also just the spending of money made you feel rich, even though you weren't. And, uh, and it's, 
ironic because if you look at most rich people, they aren't going out and giving their money to other corporations. They're giving it to themselves or they're putting it into their own corporations or they're investing it in whatever like you're, you're talking about. But mm. for me, I still, you know, 20 years later or more, I still, you know, I'll get paid. And my first thought is like, I'm going to go get a Big Mac and I'm going to fill my stomach and I might go buy a new Apple watch. And it's, and that money is gone in 24 hours and I don't even really know where it went, but I felt it's, it's an addiction. I felt rich for a second and it's, it was a way for me to sort of like get out of that mindset, but then I'm right back in it because now I have, now I'm poor again. And I, so mm. it seems like you from an early age had an understanding about money and I'm sure you also educated yourself when you started getting Both, some income. Yeah. So, uh, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, what would you, uh, how, how did you get the knowledge that you got and what would you say to somebody who's in that situation or to me, um, who, you know, I want to make money. I want these passive income streams. Um, and I want to keep it and grow it and invest in myself. I, I think, um, yeah, because money's not talked about enough. Like people don't understand it enough. And so it seems like this weird big secret and we, we end up blowing it on silly things because, we, and we also get attached to it. Get attached to making it as well. Um, for me, like I never talk about making money. That's never something I ever talk about. Um, money does come to me because I'm open to it, but I also pay myself a wage that's around about $200 a week. That's all I get. If I want to buy something, I have to save the 200 and then I got to buy something. I can never go to my bank and just go and buy a new iPhone. That's not a thing. Um, my company makes money and then my company employs more people. We make more uh, opportunities. We get more people. We do more projects. We make, make things bigger. Like we have fun with it. Um, and I, for myself, like I just don't actually care about money. So I'm never buying toys. I never buy anything for myself. Um, and so I'm so detached from, it. I don't care if I lose it. I don't care if something costs me a lot of money and you know, there it all goes. Um, and I'm, because I never work for it. I'm never working for money. And when you don't work for money, you get money to work for you. It's like a game changer because now like you can have money there that just like creates more opportunities. Um, it sees things, it multiplies, it, you know, it can do its own thing. And with money, it's, it's actually so simple, right? Like a lot of us say like, oh man, it's annoying that rich, rich people don't have to pay as much tax. And it's annoying, you know, Moneyness doesn't buy happiness. Have you have you ever heard money doesn't buy happiness? Yeah, sure. But, but what what kind of saying is that? Like people literally saying the one thing it can't buy. Think about all the things it can buy. It can buy me clothes. It can buy me food, a house, opportunities. It can help my mom. It can help my friends. I can give jobs. I can. It's like selfish not to make money, right? But we we are ingrained to say like money doesn't buy happiness. But I tell you what, it it a poor poorness doesn't buy you happiness. You know, like be, right. having, having no money buys you nothing. It doesn't buy you clothes. It doesn't buy you anything. No opportunity. <laughs> what? That's crazy <laughs> to me that you, so you, like you said earlier, you're making uh, close to a million a year right now. Turnover. Yeah. Right. So that's not like, over. that's not like me balling in a Ferrari or anything. Sure. And, <laughs> but you're, you're paying yourself a wage that is actually less than the McDonald's all my stuff. guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, we were talking about working at McDonald's and you're actually living on less money than probably everyone or most people listening to this, but have more money probably than, you know, 10 or 20 of them combined. Uh, I, 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 I live in a out, one bedroom right? apartment that costs, you know, barely anything. We don't have, an, I've got an old car. I don't have anything new. I look at my, I'm wearing a charity t-shirt. <laughs> like, 
It's just the thing. Like, you, I, like I said, I don't do it for the money. I don't have watch. I don't spend it on things because it's not my drive. I want to help people. I'm, I'm driving that passion. Like, how much can I do in my life that, that impacts the most amount of people, that changes their life? Maybe they want to make money so they can buy a watch. I want to show them that is so fucking easy to do that. You know, and we're only holding ourselves back. And then if that's your driving factor, absolutely. Don't you just want like, a car that can outrun the cops. Like, don't you ever, is there just anything no, just like a no, house with ever, a moat? Nothing ever seeps into the a, brain accidentally of like, ooh. A pet tiger. Like, none of that. Dude, I, is I buy, um, I get excited about buying stuff for my business. Like, I buy this like new H100 Zoom thing. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Those a new are awesome. camera or something. I'm like, nice. Like, we get to level up our business and do something cool. Or like, I get excited about buying an audio book for 14 bucks. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and I get excited about saving up as well. Like it's, um, you know, if I do want some new clothes, I'm like, nice, I'm, I'm going to get that three weeks time. I can wait for it. I don't have credit cards. I don't have loans. Like, you know, I can, I can wait for whatever it is. It's, I'm in no rush. <laughs> That's you're talking about something that I think maybe people don't even realize what you're saying here. So you, the, the things that it, get, it sounds like the things that get you excited when it comes to spending money are things that are vehicles either for experiences for you to feel better or to be better or to in the future be better yeah, because like, you're investing like to, today to somehow right yep. so you have a, a new camera that is not just cool but is also going to create revenue for you in the future because maybe it you know can hold more better quality photos or more photos or whatever it's got Make the lens or whatever impact. the thing yep. is um that is so lost on most people i think because the because there's a truth that everything you buy, the the happiness attached to that item has an expiration date and it's different for every single thing. So like a pack of M&Ms, peanut butter filled M&Ms from the grocery store has like a 15 minute expiration date on that happiness and then you feel like shit and that's it. That's the whole thing and that's why it costs, you know, whatever it costs, right? And there's other things that... Like you may not even know it at the time. Maybe you buy a hoodie for, you know, five bucks or you trade, you know, for a friend, you know, whatever it is. And that ends up being your favorite piece of clothing for 20 years. And that was an investment in you and you didn't even know it. Like the, the longevity of a, of a thing, you know, you buy a car and it doesn't matter how expensive that car is. That car is automatically on its way to the junkyard. The second you it's in your name and you drive off that lot with it. That's that's not helping you. That's not, that's, that makes you feel good right now. And it's, you're only going to feel worse about yourself from this point forward. Sitting in that car for the first time is the best you're ever oh, going to feel. If and I, that, if, that money's if I gone. buy a car, yeah, I, I get so, I'd get depressed if I bought a car. I'm like, man, I just bought something that's going to lose me money. Um, and it's, there's no reason for it. Like, the, do I look more successful? I don't care because I don't care what other people are thinking of me. I'm like, I want to buy something that's fucking, that I just like to cruise around in, which is, you know, it's my 1967 old school Valiant thing that my wife bought me because she realized I was never going to buy myself a car. I was a wedding photographer. I had no car. I was like, you know, I'll just catch an Uber or I'll walk somewhere or ride my bike or something. I was like, I don't need those things. It doesn't help me with my success. It doesn't help me get that vision out. I can use that money to do something else, get myself somewhere else. Um, and, and to make more money as well. Like it's, it's so easy to, to use those resources to create something that's going to make you happy. What should we, how would you spend our money on us if you could? What, what, how should we invest in ourselves? 
I would stop paying yourself any money. <laughs> um, sure, and I'd, I'd, I'd probably put it all right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Already, already done. Don't worry Next. about that. Next. <laughs> we, we get so like attached to money though, right? So we go like, oh man, we need to make something so it makes it all worthwhile or whatever. Um, I don't mind if I work my company for years and it makes no money because I'm like, well, I can live on beans or I can do whatever as long as, you know, I'm putting it back in there and, and I'm, and it's, I've got a vision. So, if I've got a vision or something, here's a good example. I just started a fashion label that's going to be coming out like real soon. Um, I don't mind putting, you know, 30, 40, hundred thousand dollars into that because my vision is, you know, in three years time, that is going to be one of the fastest growing clothing companies in Australia. And I can see that. And so then of course I'm going to throw that money in there and pay myself a $200 a week wage because that, that doing something bigger than I've ever done before, it's going to bring more happiness than buying the Big Mac or the, or the Skittles or whatever it was or a car or like trying to prove to someone that I'm successful by having a nice house or trying to prove just, you know, whatever it is. I'm not proving it to anybody. Um, yeah. So what you guys can do with your money, um, the more that you, I mean, like right now, are you running Facebook ads to your podcast? How are you growing your podcast? What money are you putting into advertising, into marketing? How are you helping people right now? Like start planning something out and seeing like where you're no longer scared to invest that. Even if you don't get a return and you're getting yourself out there further, you're spreading your message. Um, there's so many things that we get too scared on because we're like, oh, I don't know if I spend the $200 on Facebook ads. Is that, am I going to get a return? I don't know. But does it matter? Because it's no longer the reason, the reasons to get your message out there. Yeah, no, that's, that's really great. And, and I know like full transparency. So, I mean, we had, we recently, um, you know, we hired a guy who to do our branding and, you know, it's a really good friend of ours, fantastic artist who came out with this, you know, all this great imagery for us. Um, we said, Hey, we want to come out with a t-shirt that we just want to just be able to give, you know, for as cheap as we can to everybody, you know, our audience, whatever. It's a dope t-shirt. Brian's wearing it right now. Um, it's here. Show him the shirt real quick. Ooh, yeah, it says nice. you are worth the fight, which is the it's message, awesome. right? It's mm-hmm. got the fist holding the dozen roses. You Everyone know, needs a little to buy this shirt. It's awesome. So stuff like that. And just to, all that to say, I mean, so we have these products that, you know, we, we really were passionate about getting that message out. Um, and we didn't really need to make a lot of money from it. If, you know, you don't really make that much money from shirts anyway. Right. And, uh, and I think that we could probably both, if we were honest, we would say we were kind of disappointed with the results of sales of that. Right. But then one thing I noticed, even just, uh, you know, in the last few weeks or so is that, you know, we have somebody on the podcast and, you know, this goes for you as well. And I realized, okay, this person, like, we're going to send them a shirt. We're going to send them a sticker. We're going to, we're going to swag them out for no cost. And, uh, and if that's what it is, then like, to me, that that's worth that investment. If they decide to rock that shirt every day and they go on their own podcast or they're doing their own thing, or they just decided to shout us out, you know, or they're just wearing the shirt and someone's like, what's your favorite podcast? And like, well, I got the shirt on, so you should check these guys out. All of that to me, it sounds like what you're talking about is that investment in ourselves. Well, and Definitely. I, and I, you're investing in that message. Yeah, and I, I, I think I, I told Dustin this in the beginning when we were starting off on the podcast thing, like, yeah, it's going to cost us some money to get going on this and get things started. And yeah, of course, it'd be great, obviously, to, to make money at this and that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, if we get done with the podcast or we get all the way through and we've made no money and it's run its course and that sort of stuff, I will still feel, have felt accomplished and felt good because I know what the goal and the idea was, was to create this community and that sort of stuff. And I think that frees you up in a way to not have to worry about like, like, you know, like shirt sales or that sort of stuff. If it comes along and it will, if you keep at it and keep the passion, but like it's, it's Mm. all, it's all ancillary stuff in, in my mind, ultimately. 
doing this like right hey, now. Just to, just to put things into perspective, right? Like the first workshop I ran was in 2015 and I had Ryan Muirhead come there and we tried to sell tickets. Like I didn't know what I was doing. That workshop cost me out of my pocket $5,000. Most people would say like, why the hell would you do that? And I'm like, because I'm building something. It doesn't matter about the $5,000. I was trying to impact people's lives. The next one cost me some money. The next one broke even. The next one made a little bit of money. Now I can make money because I keep doing it. So if you get disheartened once and you're not making any money on sales and stuff, it doesn't mean it didn't work. It means you need to change your, your formula. And it means you underestimated how much you need to put into it to get the success. That's what it means. If you had one sale, two sale, one run, three runs, and you didn't get the success. Like you just underestimate it. No, you have to do it again. You got to do it again. And have you put it everywhere? Have you invested in advertising? Have you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't remember yeah. how, I can't remember how the quote goes, but there's someone, I can't remember where I read it, where they said failure is just another way of knowing of not how to be successful. You've checked, you've checked off another box of like, all right, that didn't work. That's not how to be successful. Great. I've, 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 successful people would never do that. They'll never take a no. They'll never go like, I just didn't make any money for those boxes. They were like, we just got so much data from not selling any of those shirts. And now I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it differently. New approach, new approach. Yeah. And if you give up, you failed. And if you don't, you won't fail because you'll keep finding a way. That's similar to the, the Warren Buffett method when you're talking about stock where, you know, he says you don't lose money until you sell your stock. Absolutely. So, you know, you could buy something for a hundred dollar stock, you know, and it plummets to a, to a dollar, but you did not lose money until you make the, the mental decision to pull out and, and take that L, you know what I'm saying? Like just decide, okay, this is it. I'm losing money. Um, and the other thing to me, and this is the, we've talked about this, uh, you know, me and Brian, that my number one thing where I, I already have got my value on this podcast because I get to make lateral so. moves. Yeah, <laughs> right. Starting today, we broke even. Um, but for real, I mean, that's, that's real. I mean, I get to, I get to connect with somebody like you who I've, who I've known about and have, you know, I've got respect for his art and I understand, and I, and want to have a better understanding of business like he does and, you know, be, have the courage to fail like he has, because I know those things are true. I know fail harder. You know, like I know these are ethos that I need to be about. Um, and I get to have this conversation with you and now you might just get annoyed by all of, you know, my FaceTimes cause I'm going to have more questions or whatever. And I've got like, now I have a little bit of a connection to somebody that maybe down the road I can, you know, call up and say, Hey, look, I know that you love this particular, you know, subject or whatever. I'm super into it right now and let's do something. And totally. I, there's no way if I didn't say, Hey, let me help you. That's, that's why I was audience. saying like we've, we've, um, you don't know how you're going to make money, right? You know how I said, like, you just don't know. But then there's something, once you get working, comes along and you'll go like, oh, I could do something with so-and-so or we could we could collab or there could be something else there. And then all of a sudden, and I'm reaching out to you guys, like there's something else there. And then that's when the magic happens of like, I'm so glad I just got to work and I didn't care that I was getting paid for it or where, where like I know the vision. I don't know how we're going to get there, but we just started walking. Outside of... uh we talked about business. We've talked about education. We talked about your passion Life. for success, your success for yourself, success for other people. What got you where you are now? Um, what is there something else that you are really passionate about outside of those things? Like what do you have? A, what's a good, what's a cause that is important to you? Um, a cause I would actually say, um, like, so I'm wearing a sea shepherd thing here. I actually like a cause that's completely different to everything I do is actually like veganism. So I'm starting a clothing company 
right now that's going to it's going to be the biggest and fastest vegan clothing company in Australia by the end of next year. So that's my goal. And then we're going to make it worldwide. Um the thing is like with vegan clothing, people always create crappy stuff made out of plastic and it's always unfashionable and it's never for like people like me that want to, you know, look half decent and also su- support jeans that don't have a leather patch or um, clothes that don't use animal products in the dyes and the glues and wool and things like that. So I want to create something, um, you know, without like pushing veganism down people's throat and saying like you need to be vegan. Like it's just like a, if I want to see a change, I'm just going to create that change. I'm going to start making it mainstream. People won't even know it's vegan and they won't even know that I, you know, and my company are going to take out the animals from that, from that process of creating that fashion. Uh, and if people don't even realize it doesn't matter because we're making a change. And I think that's something for me that's, yeah, I'm really passionate about. Like I, I, I guess like, um, I see veganism as like something where if you, willing to make the sacrifice like yes i can't give up cheese yes i can't give up chocolate or whatever if you're willing to make a sacrifice that you believe is bigger than yourself and say like you know what like those animals are suffering and i believe i don't need cheese and i'm willing to not have cheese to see that suffering stop and i think it's just like a small little tiny thing and yeah that's i mean that's what that's what i'm all about for sure that's great and I never yes. tell anyone because I'm like, you know, I'm not like one of those vegans that's like trying to push things down. Like You're not a vegan influencer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a vegan influencer. <laughs> Big vegan. Right on, man. Um, so did you have a question? No, Brian? no. I, I have one that if it's kind of like a closing thought sort of question, but if you have, if you have something, Dustin, go for it. Yeah. Well, it's uh, uh, similar. I just was wondering, you know, uh, just this is, this is your plug minute, man. So like, where can people find you? Where? Uh, what, you know, if you could have our audience go and connect with you in some way, you know, we, I support you, you know, I think yeah, that what you're doing is great. And, and I know you to be, uh, just an honest dude. And I know that you are motivated by the success of other people. And honestly, I can't think of, uh, someone who's doing what you're doing, business coaching that I could really honestly say that about that. I feel like they're there doing go, this no competition. other people. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, where, where can people get in touch with you? How can you, uh, how can you help them? What can you do for them? Um, first of all, I would like to say thank you to your audience that listened to me talk for an hour and a half. I really appreciate you tuning in. Um, and I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. If you want to reach over to my podcast, it's called make your break make your breaks on every channel and it's just me talking interviewing people and helping people rethink reimagine their thoughts around money around what business is creative business all that kind of stuff and trying to get artists and creatives to really think about how they can like make a little bit more money with what they do or or value themselves a little bit more and with practical tips as well um head over there and if you ever do want to say hi and say that you like this like you can slide into my dms on instagram i reply to every single person always so it's just jialong.co always happy to say hi if you got a question for me you want to say something like just get in there don't be scared nice yeah your your latest episode i just listened to you're uh good with my good friend jesse mccall i know i know oh, yeah really? i know jesse really well yeah her and her uh on a on a separate note, yeah, her her and her uh, boyfriend uh, Andy, I know really well, and so, yeah. so I thought that was really yeah really good. They, they they live like 200 meters from my house. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, which is like close. Yeah, yeah. I, I are you are you in Melbourne or Sydney? It'd be Melbourne. Yeah, right? Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, cool. Good. Like 200 feet from my house. There you go, guys. Feet. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah. confused>. sorry. <laughs> you lost me. 
I, I don't know how many feet, but I probably walk about like 200 steps and I'm like, oh, it's probably yeah, like three, 4,000 <laughs> inches somewhere. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know your time is valuable. Um, we are, I learned so much. Um, thanks for talking to us about our little projects. And I know that it's also just going to help so many other people that are listening. Um, much success to you, brother. Thank you guys. Best of luck with everything. Let us know if you need anything. I'm always here to help. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check us out, go to worththefight.blog, connect with us, check out the other episodes, bunch of cool stuff on there. And you can share your thoughts on this episode by connecting with us on social media. Our Instagram and Facebook is at wearewiththefight, and our Twitter is at worththefightpc, as in podcast. <laughs>